0: Welcome back to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you.
1: All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Electrify News Podcast. We are here live at Electrify Expo Austin. I'm your host, Joe Boris, and I am here with my good friend, the host of the Formula Drift Podcast, Jacob Gettins. How are you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing, Joe? I am doing so good, man. We got the sun shining. It's a beautiful fall day. It's exactly where you want to be at the circuit of the Americas. You know, we've got kind of the spiritual home of uh, motor racing and motorsport in the United States here. We've got the McLarens going around the track. We've got motorcycles and e-bikes and fast cars here. We are having a good time. And of course, for someone who's a motorsport enthusiast, you know, you're, you're, you're the guy to talk to about all this stuff
2: yeah it's uh I, I mean it was it was interesting yesterday I was checking some F1 highlights while looking out at the track and uh, i mean it's it's kind of surreal to be here, especially in the wake of of F1 and I mean, if you want to transition right into it and, and get into <laughs> it i mean I, I think one of the the greatest uh, updates in in f1 history was actually the hybrid era and and embracing yeah. electricity as something to aid in motorsports. I think that was one of the easiest ways to transition people into.
1: Into this. Into the idea that a hybrid meant more performance and not less. And one of the exciting things about that electrification of motorsport, and especially the hybrid era in F1, is it has added that new layer of strategy where they're harvesting through the corners. They're using the energy to fight after DRS and make the pass. And that kind of thing has been really, really exciting. But, you know, Formula One, that's just the most visible form of motorsport from where we are here at Circuit of the Americas. But, you know, electrification is happening in in all forms of motorsport.
2: Yeah, I mean a, another good one to point to would be extreme e um or even getting into electric rally. There's a lot of talk right now about electric motocross um and then obviously from from my background formula drift um I was lucky enough a few years ago to be there in person during uh the debut of the first electric drift car that was competing in formula drift uh, It was built by Napoleon Motorsports. Uh it was a Camaro, I believe with the Tesla drivetrain and battery pack and and it was nuts. So,
1: are you, are you joining us, Mr. Teske? Oh, oh
0: come on! <laughs> All right. uh, okay, I, I apologize for my lateness. It's uh, okay, uh, this I'll is drink. an
1: audio podcast. Nobody knew you were late until yeah. you said it.
0: But you <laughs> just said, "Are you joining us?" So there was—he alluded <laughs> to the lateness. I had to I make know, it very I know. obvious. <laughs> Well, hey, uh, I I want to interrupt, ah. but you and I were even talking about electrified drifting yes. yesterday. Yes. So, I mean, I, I didn't mean to. Again, we'll we'll get to that. I guess.
2: Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, I, I guess on that subject, I think drifting as a motorsport is is absolutely perfect for electric vehicles. Um, we have instant torque. Uh, we have a shorter runtime, so we don't have to worry about battery conservation. It is an all out. You know, it is an all-out blast. Um, speaking with the guys at Napoleon Motorsports a few years ago when they built that Camaro, they, they weren't even concerned about charging a range or anything like that. Any of the safety concerns uh, surrounding that with having electric and motorsport were they, they'd built it all in. They'd built their own uh, fire suppression system. they trained all oh, the wow. track staff. Um, yeah, even to the point of uh, they had an event in Long Beach and they were teaching the Long Beach Fire Department How to how to put out this potential? No kidding. But but they 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 dealt with it. They they figured it out, and that's that's the thing that you know. There's an old adage in that is win on Sunday, sell on Monday, which came from you know. Uh, at that time it would be even
1: well, it was the Ford versus Chevy days you know the yeah. NASCAR yeah. thing you would go and you'd win a race on Sunday and then that would boost sales on Monday
2: and and that's the thing we see so much development within motorsport because you are putting vehicles to the absolute extreme and and you can figure out R&D that would take years of road testing yeah. within a couple of laps I mean Le Mans is a great example of that oh well. definitely yeah. yes
1: but we've got the guys from Vermont Sports Car here. They've got a really right. exciting car. When we were at Long Beach, we had the guys from Unplugged Performance. that yep. had their Pikes Peak car. Yep. And, you know, you start looking at tracks like the Nürburgring, tracks like Pikes Peak and those kind of events. And you're seeing the overall lap records are falling to electric vehicles.
2: Yep. Uh, Randy Popes, uh, he was a huge proponent of the, of the Tesla that he was running. Uh, basically just said, hey, look, at I don't have to tune for altitude. Yeah. Like I, it doesn't matter. To yeah. Me. There's no
0: air fuel problem yeah. here. I'm just going to go and go.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and it's going to be stuff like that where we're going to see electric cars just, just take over because of things like that. Uh, I mean, the instant torque, the acceleration and all that, I think that's, yeah. Such small peanuts in, in so, comparison to everything else.
0: Where does it, so from a tuning perspective? Where does that then come in? Because you look at companies that have been in the aftermarket for a long time, like AEM. I mean, yeah. they're into EVs now as well. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah, where's the special sauce then? Is it battery chemistry? Is it? it I mean, how much can you do in, to an electric motor to make it unique in that respect? I mean, really, where's the opportunity then? So it's
1: funny you say that because there are other opportunities, right? Like there there is the torque map opportunity. There is the yeah. how do you ramp that up. There is traction control opportunity. Yeah. There's opportunity in reducing rotating mass and reducing Reducing the weight, overall weight of the vehicle. Now, some of those things are gonna be a lot more expensive right. than what we're used to. Cause obviously, you know, if you look at somebody and you say, Hey, look, I'm a driver, I'm drag racing, I could go to the gym, I could you know, skip the chicken wings and, and drop <laughs> twenty pounds. Perfect. Or I or. can spend twelve hundred dollars on a carbon fiber hood. Yeah. It seems a lot easier to just spend the money.
0: Well, yeah, because the end of the day, if we're talking about, especially if we're talking about weight, you think about okay, we're removing the combustion motor, but we're adding in the battery. Yep. You still didn't have to consider the other things you've traditionally done from a motorsports perspective. Say, so, like you said, replacing the hood, replacing the bumpers, replacing the doors, whatever you can do to make it lighter. So these are I mean, so there's yeah. elements that are traditional, but it's also a different way to think about it once you get past, I guess, the skin of it.
2: Well, I mean even if we if we just touch on weight for a second, uh one, the ability to put the weight so low in the vehicle oh, yeah. is is if for anybody who's not into motorsports, weight control is so massive in the performance of the car, the handling, the balance, the turn-in, yep. understeer, oversteer. So being able to drop that really, really low. And then the other thing, too, is you can select the size of your battery for the for the actual race itself.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a good point, because you don't need a 100-kilowatt hour a 300-mile yeah. range to go a quarter mile You reduce weight, but you
0: keep the weight low. Yeah. I, mean, I remember the one of the first times I saw a cross-section drawing of when the uh, FRS was first developed and, and what Akio was doing from where he wanted to place the driver. Yes, It's just even little things like that that have been they you know, thought of for years and engine you know, motorsports, but then you see what we're doing now with with electric. It's like, okay, you can still make that type of plan around the driver. But then to your point, there's all these other features now at play with regard to, yeah, but it's not just about driver placement now. There's other weight things to consider.
1: But the level of performance that these electric vehicles are bringing to everyday cars, and it's hard to think about a Tesla Model S Plaid that's $150,000 as an everyday car. It's hard to think of a Lucid Air Sapphire with 1,200 horsepower that's an everyday car.
0: No, no, no. no. If I've got to get the milk... Yeah. I'm going to do it in one of those cars. Yeah, <laughs>
1: But think about that. You've got a car that will run out of the box... You know, if you've got the right tires on the right track and you've got some simple green sprayed on them, yeah. you can run a nine second quarter mile and still just very calmly and serenely get through the drive through, order your McDonald's, <laughs>
2: have a great time. But then let's let's take that and then and then put it in the hands of, you know, legendary motorsports builders. Um, there's one guy in drifting in particular originally came from import drag racing named Steph Papadakis. And this this guy is a god of car. Oh, yeah, He's incredible.
1: And I'm waiting. You can't say that in Texas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fair enough, he is a legend of car building i am I am waiting for him to just just dive into this, and I've had conversations with him about it, and it's like like when, just yeah. when, and, and I want to know when it's going to happen. A, a, a good example, um, up in Canada where I'm from, if you, if you couldn't figure oh. out from the accident, I know I'll, I'll say out once. And then there it is. Or house. Um, uh, a moose,
1: a boot in the hoose.
2: <laughs> a gentleman named Sasha from a company called On Point, uh, On Point, On Point Dyno or Tuning. Um, he has been cracking electric cars for a while now. And, and this, this gentleman, his ability to, to get into the software and just do things that these cars were never meant to do. And I'm not just talking about Tesla's like it, just any car. Yeah. And, and um, even today we were uh, out in the Rivians and I'm like, okay, what, what would happen if you take something like this, that's got all of these off-road modes yeah. and, and you could crack that even more and do more with it. Like making it do these extreme hill climbing challenges yep. or, you know, you put it out in the desert and see what it can do in the dunes. Like, I think I, I really think we are just absolutely scratching the surface with so and, much.
0: And it's not mechanical engineering in this in the traditional respect of, of what a lot of people that have been tuning for a long time right, know. Right. It's it's a lot of software, it's computer engineering in a lot of different ways as well. So it's almost this, gonna be this but you still need to think about the mechanical side of it in the in traditional yeah. senses too. It's this new mix of understanding how to tune vehicles. I think that's what's so cool about it.
1: And you're gonna start to see novel approaches there's a gentleman who did a electric conversion on a ferrari 308 magnum pi style looks awesome and then there was another guy who did a follow-up on it and he has the manual transmission still in the car and he's taking advantage of that torque multiplication that internal combustion has always had in an electric motor and he is just created something really really different and,
0: and there's something to be said about that i mean traditional motorsport enthusiasts are going to say okay there's no you know there's there's no shifting here there's no gearing here really I just go with an electric car but even even porsche adapted how they did things with the tycon and gave it a They've different
1: got multi-speeds exactly. yeah it's got
0: multi-gear speed so i mean so i think that's if we can go all manual why not
2: well why not here, here's here's part of it as well that you know we we haven't even touched on when it comes to the gearbox is that metallurgy needs to now keep up with the torque demands of an electric motor. That's a good point. That's that's one of the biggest issues that they're running into in motorsports right now is that clutch technology yeah. can't keep up with the torque at at cuz like at what is it 1 rpm the 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 percentage of torque that you're getting is incredible out of the motor. So the actual clutches can't keep up.
0: That to be made out of like books. titanium. Yeah, I was just <laughs> about to say titanium. It's funny yeah. You
1: say that, so I was in a just had borax, shop. Joe. We just, yeah, had, just borax. Add borax. had borax. Or borax. I was in a transmission shop a couple of months ago, and they were working on. A drag racing project that is electrified, electric motor, but it's going through a semi-conventional transmission. And when they opened it up and showed me the clutches, it looked like thick, like almost 8 or 10 millimeter thick copper plates with no friction material. They were like, it gets hot enough and it sticks to itself. And it's like... What? What? Yeah, they just weld them <laughs> themselves at
2: that point. Well, I mean, in is that traditional- like fusion welding inside the inside the transmission? Yeah, I mean, basic. Well, if you look at top fuel dragsters, that's essentially what's happening with the clutch pack. They are yeah. meant to take one impact, at, yeah. and that's at launch. That's it. That's, that's it. it. And they literally fuse together. It is. It is a stir welding, friction welding.
0: For any metallurgist here today, there's an
2: opportunity for you to develop a great product. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I, as long as you only need to use it once, right? <laughs> so I, I. I I don't know the exact years. I want to say 10 to 15 years ago, um, there was a company that was coming out with a uh, half uh, automatic, half manual transmission clutch setup for motorcycles. Mm -hmm. So that way you could launch from a light without using the actual, like grabbing the clutch. Gotcha, yeah. So that's where my head goes in this is like, Why can't we have this automatic fluid-based clutch system to get us off the line where that impact could happen? And then you still have a traditional clutch that sits after that. So when you need to flip through the gears, you can have that full disconnection. Or if there's something that happens with the motor, you can push in the clutch and have a full disconnection from the electric motor. And I think that's where it could go. But then you have to wonder... Can that that mechanism, that fluid based mechanism, still
1: do what it needs to do? Well, and I think I want to get back to to Formula D here, to Formula all Drift. Right, all right, I want I to mean, talk. This has all been there. great. <laughs> you no, know, this is so good. But you know, one of the questions that I have is, you know, within Formula Drift, when you have the two drivers and they're doing that like concertina, they're doing that dance together. Mm-hmm. They're using the engine noise. They're using the throttle input the what they hear to determine their next move and try to match the other driver when you take that away that puts a tremendous advantage on the lead driver and that's
2: that's exactly what we saw so um uh this would have been in road atlanta when the car really really made a debut they had it um they had it in orlando i I was telling you guys the story last night but for everybody else um normally in in drifting you you do warm the tires up you kind of get that first cap off um, for For the release mold on the on the tire it 's very slippery yeah and the the driver, because there was no gearing in that car, goes and does his normal burnout well he 's used to being in second gear. You just put your foot down you do a burnout. The problem is with the electric motor. When you put your foot down, that's 200 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, exactly. That, 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 that's, that's the go juice. So, so we're
2: talking about a set of like uh, 315, 3518s that disappeared in 10 seconds. Like, I mean, they were gone. Vaporized. Vaporized. So, But getting back to Joe's point, yeah, in Road Atlanta, um, Travis Reeder was the driver of this car from Napoleon Motorsports. He was up against, I believe it was Chelsea Denofa and a Mustang. And Chelsea was complaining that like, this is an unfair advantage. I can't hear the car I'm chasing. Yeah. I don't know when he's on throttle. I don't know when he's off throttle. Um, they actually had to, uh, now they actually have deceleration lights. Right. To help get ahead of this when the next electric car. Maybe if his
1: car wasn't so loud, he would have been able to hear the other one.
2: Well, and so, and, and during qualifying this, you know, the, the electric Camaro comes down and all you can hear are the rocks. Being picked up and hitting the bottom of the car—that's it. Yeah, and then and then just the squeaking of the tires—it was incredible. Yeah, and it, and it's like you didn't realize how high pitched the squeal of the tires were. Yeah, because it always been well, by because you'd never heard them. You'd never heard them, and especially not at this where we're talking about you know 130 mile an hour wheel speeds. Yeah, the car's doing uh, coming down that hill about 90 miles an hour, like, and it's just it's just wheels.
1: This, this is going
0: to change everything.
1: It, it's it really change is. everything, and I think what's going to be the most surprising to like the old guys to the holdouts and everything is going to be how much faster everything is going to be. Yeah. 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 And, and the rule book is
2: going to need to keep up. Like that's, that's going to be the hardest part is that they're um, so in drifting, you're not allowed to have wheel speed sensors. So you can't have traction control, which I know everyone's like, Oh, why would you need traction control in drifting? And it's like, well, there's actually a a ton of grip that you're dialing into these cars to get them going fast. It's not just about sliding. It's about sliding fast. Yeah with the electric it's like how do you monitor that yeah. right now there's a can bus system they can put essentially detectors in and pull logs and see okay is there unnatural throttle happening mm-hmm. how do you do that with electric you yeah. do you figure out like what is the rpm in the windings like what how do we sort that out yeah so there, there's just so much that's going to need to change once it really gets dialed in and figured out. You know, it's
1: funny you mentioned that about this and I was just having this conversation today with the guys from Motor Age that were here yesterday. They were part of the speakers of Industry Day which is our B2B aspect of this show. Right. And they were talking about how, you know, independent shops, repair shops, body shops are are learning and modifying their their approach to electric vehicles because they do need to have new training for those technicians. And one of the conversations we were having was that all of these electric vehicles, a lot of them have a 12-volt system almost... only exclusively to power the OBD-2 that yeah. they're mandated to have because yeah. the legislation has not kept up with the technology and you're seeing that again and again in motorsport.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, I get everything from, and this is interesting too because you have people that are in positions of authority that have been gui- a guiding light for a long time because they have kept up. Yeah. And now we, it's, it's almost like we've seen with just with digital technology and how it's just passed certain generations by for out and say, no, no, you don't understand. We need you to keep up with this faster. You
1: don't actually have to go to the bank. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, no, Grandpa, just Venmo me. I, you know, Venmo.
2: I, I, it's, it's funny. I have to explain like every year to my kids when they're when their grandparents send them a check. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, this is a hundred dollars. Well, no, it's a piece of paper. I'm like, yeah, but it represents a hundred dollars. I guess like, it says a hundred dollars. Grandma here? just email us the money. And
1: it's like, well, <laughs> Grandma so, doesn't understand email. Hard, yeah, exactly. It's hard she to send like, ten thousand dollars to a Nigerian prince. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> still working that out. <laughs> Well, listen, Jacob, it's been absolutely awesome to have you here. Yeah, we're so glad, glad to see you. I know you were in Miami with us last year. You were in LA with us last year and it was so great. It's awesome to have you here in Austin. Can't wait for the next one. The next one's actually going to be in, uh looks like Long Beach, California again in I, May. I
2: know. I think yeah. uh, I have to see what the FD schedule is like. Maybe we'll see if we can get something sorted out. I'd love to get an electric drift car here and just, just yeah. more electric motorsports vehicles. Here. Well, you're going mean, to have I'm us biased. on your podcast too. So be great. <laughs> that's how this works. Know, that's exactly. <laughs> so for those
1: works. of us, for everybody here, here who's listening who wants to find out more about what you're doing and follow along with the electrification of motorsports and that kind of progress? How do they follow you on social media? What's the handles? What's all that good stuff?
2: Yeah. So the um, the new Formula Drift podcast, it's gonna be called The Outer Zone. Um, it's right now in pre-production, so it's super cool. You guys are actually, this is like one of my first interviews about it. It's oh. scoop, yeah, scoop, scoop. I yeah, know, get the scoop. Um, this
1: is electrify news. I, I
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Well, that's that's why you're scooping it's this. It's
1: electrify olds.
2: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Um, if you go to uh, formuladrift.com slash podcast, there's an email sign up. So you can sign up there, find out uh, exactly when it's going to launch. Um, we are working on episodes right now. The entire idea of the show is to give everyone a behind-the-scenes look at Formula Drift without without real editing. Um, we're going to do some deep dives. We're going to ask a lot of hard questions. I've I've sat down with the president of Formula Drift and explained, like... This is not going to be here to appease sponsors. This is going to be here to appease fans. Yeah. So they're okay with it. And I'm like, okay. Well, well, you guys it. know what you're in for. Oh, everyone's
1: okay with it at first first.
2: (laughs) the episode comes out so uh yeah if you are into drifting if you are into formula drift please go and check it out we're gonna have ryan Lontain, who's the head judge on first to answer some hard questions drifting is a judge sport so imagine you know imagine just just going to figure skating and having all those judges on or diving and and asking all those guys like why'd you make that yeah why did you do that (laughs) yeah so that's that's what that's how we're gonna start things off and then we're we're gonna have a couple of big drivers on and
1: you know, just see where it goes from there. There you go. And if you're listening to this, you want to hear more from the Electrify News team, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Be sure to download Chargeway on the Apple App Store and uh, Google fun. Play while mm. you're here. And uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Make sure you test ride a lot of cars, ride some bikes, and have a great time here at Circuit of the Americas. Yeah, thank you. Thanks again.
2: Thanks for listening
0: to the Electrify Podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV. And Follow along on social media for daily clips and more.